0: And after all that just huge kerflafrof of activity, they (laughs) opened up the doors. They wheeled him out to go up to the ICU. And I was told to follow them. (laughs) We got to the elevator and I didn't fit on the elevator with Caden's bed and the 10 other people. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) they just left me in the hall. Mm
1: -hmm. April 15th. Everybody's home. That's the big news.
0: Prepare for high yawn levels tonight. Uh,
1: Tanya's exhausted after (laughs) basically spending two days in the ICU. At Two days? It felt like a year.
0: Yeah. I came home and I was like, (gasps) fresh air, (laughs) direct sunlight. (laughs) How long have I been gone? And it was like one day and I came home to sleep last night. So I was being overly dramatic. (laughs) But today... Ontario announced the results of 6010 tests. Yeah. And one of those was Cadence. Yeah. And it was negative.
1: That's the big news, so we're happy to not have to think about COVID-19 in this house for the time being. For the time being, yeah, who Until knows? Until
0: the b- next scare.
1: Who knows when that'll come, but yeah. I was 99% sure it was <laughs> COVID. <laughs>
0: You were. Yeah. We had that discussion. I'm mean, like, there's so many other things. I don't think it's COVID for this and this and this reason. And you were just no, like, 99% COVID.
1: Here was my rationale was that Caden has barely been sick at all. Like he, like in he's now almost three. He's like a week shy of three now. And he's not really been sick with a fever from like very long at all right and so over those three years he manages not to get many bugs and there's a bug that's spreading like wildfire everywhere (laughs) that's like super contagious (laughs) like it made sense to me that that was the one he was gonna get but
0: well it wasn't
1: yeah and that's fantastic
0: so So my current theory is
1: that a nursing, a nurse, a night nurse probably brought something. Like he got something from a night nurse. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah.
0: Or all that stuff I've been saying about how you don't have to worry about surfaces so much is wrong. And we (laughs) do have to worry about surfaces a lot more about things Hmm. for various viruses, not just COVID-19.
1: Yeah.
0: Who knows where his cold came from but anyways he's feeling a lot better and he's home from the hospital and we don't know what he had they never called us with the results of his other nasal swab for the flu and other various viruses
1: so we're assuming it's not anything that needs to be treated at all Mm -hmm. like it's just he's just he's almost back to himself yeah he was playing pretty well he was tired but still playing basically all afternoon after you got back
0: um i listened to your podcast last (laughs) night with avery Yeah, and i think maybe you should just keep doing the podcast with him (laughs) i would really i would like to hear avery's commentary on the virus cold yeah every day he's
1: awesome when he gets he doesn't like to be told what to do under most circumstances so it's very tricky to get him to Talk like you can't. It's very difficult to put a microphone in front of him, ask him a question, and answer it. Like mm-hmm. like without being kind of closed off, mm-hmm. or just kind of frustr. Like he'll get frustrated and just give you non answers, kind of. But if you leave the microphone on for a while, and he's just let if you let him do his own thing, he'll he will talk.
0: Okay, so who's wanted to do a little podcast tonight before I fall asleep? But nothing too heavy. We do want to talk about. COVID-19. And its impact on. The disability community. Especially the pediatric disability community. Mm -hmm. Because. It is. An outsized disproportionate. Impact. That deserves to be discussed. When I'm yawning less.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But. um, Maybe we can just talk about. What? Well, we could. What t- the processes were at the hospital for Caden or something. Yeah. Well, first we should thank yes.
1: John. John Oriopolis thank you so much for your, <coughs> for rushing over some face shields, because this is one of the things that is frustrating is, w- we have access to no masks and mm-hmm. face shields and stuff that, healthcare workers, nurses d- and doctors get in hospitals we family caregivers if you have a vulnerable person at home you don't really get them i mean it's no
0: they're not available so we were trying to figure out if when Kaden got sick we were we decided it was safest to act as though he had COVID 19.
1: yeah
0: and but we had no n95s and so we were, we got a lot of people brought a surgical mask and nailed yes. a surgical mask. So we have a bunch of those yeah. now. Yeah. And then our friend John had been 3D printing face shields. And so he brought those over, which I felt good about. Because I had read somewhere that f- face shield plus surgical mask was pretty good it's protection. So every time I was sectioning Caden, I would use a face shield because that had been identified. Basically, every piece of equipment. And everything we do with Caden is like considered an aerosol generating Mm -hmm. thing. So, I mean, it just, yeah, if he, if he did have COVID-19, it would be almost impossible. I think to care for him without catching it.
1: We probably would have all had it already. Right, like.
0: So note course. to self, let's keep working on getting some N95s yeah. because this thing ain't going away soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, that's um, a good
0: point. Yeah, and then when we got to the hospital, they had sent us an email like a week ago mm-hmm. which explained the procedures if we went into the hospital. And I just read it being like, well, good thing we won't have to use that because mm-hmm. never goes to the hospital. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So like we... W- <laughs> I, oh, hospitals are very procedure-laden places. When I go in with Caden, I usually am like a shield to him. And I make everybody explain what they're doing before they do it. And if it's something that I can do, I can do it. And I just try and like shield him as much as possible. Make sure they don't do anything unnecessary. Understand everything they're doing okay well that was not possible in this situation this was like a tsunami (laughs) of people and care (laughs) i just got like pushed to the corner of the room like for like i had no hope Hmm. like I, i just there was like at least it's this little room in emergency it's it's closed they've closed the doors so people who are all gowned up are in there's like it felt like there's at least 10 people <laughs> in this little room nurses and rts and doctor and whoever and i was thankful that the rt i knew i knew we had met before so i just felt like we had a good rapport so they just like i don't even know what they're doing they had they'd switch into a different event they had to take all the swabs and things they were doing for all the various tests they needed to do they had to like register him and there was another 10 people outside the glass door communicating with people inside the room like either by yelling through the glass or (laughs) they were just using phones to talk through the glass about what supplies they needed to be brought into the room or what registration information they needed from me And after all that just huge kerflafra of activity, they (laughs) opened up the doors, they wheeled him out to go up to the ICU. And I was told to follow them. (laughs) We got to the elevator and I didn't fit on the elevator with Caden's bed and the 10 other people. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) they just left me in the hall. Mm -hmm. And then the security guard came back and got me. And then took me to the right floor, but didn't tell me where to go. Mm. And this was like the back elevator. So I didn't even know. So I like wandered into the You and somebody helped me. Mm. <laughs> <communicate>. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Mm. And then we were put in isolation room. And I was basically told I couldn't leave except to go to the washroom. And then I had a designated washroom that was just for me. And I had to be gowned when I was in there. And... You had to be gowned? Yeah, it had to be gowned. So you don't... So then I would it. take the gown off when I left to go to the washroom. Or when I left to go home to sleep. Oh. I would take oh, the gown off. Oh, I see. <clears throat> and then I had a mask. I didn't... Did I wear... I wore the mask irregularly. But I wore it anytime someone else was came in the room. Right. And they would all gown up. Like, full PPE to come into the room every time. Yeah. Which was very scary because when I came home to sleep, I was very nervous to come home and leave him there Mm -hmm. in a room by himself where they had no audio to him. They had only a screen. And if something happened, they had to, like, gown up before they could go in and take care of him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I kind of had a bit of a panic attack when I realized the situation, but I r- realized at some point there's nothing I could do about it, and I just had to hope that Caden was tired enough that he would just sleep soundly all night, yeah. which is exactly what happened, thankfully.
1: And, yeah. And the only. Alternative would have been you staying there overnight, which where there was nowhere to sleep. It was just a chair.
0: Sleep in an upright chair,
1: (laughs) and you would have been a disaster the next day, and just Mm -hmm. gotten sick probably. If there'd been COVID in your, you know, if he had had COVID, you would have. But there was no good option for you. Yeah,
0: it was all fine, Mm -hmm. and then I walked in in the morning when he woke up, and then they told me he was COVID negative, and I didn't have to gown up and. Mm As well,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they were still gowning up to come in the room, but not as much, less PPE, but still Gown and N95.
1: Mm-hmm. So they were wearing so N95, and did they give you an N95, or did no. they, they? gave. So they gave you a surgical mask, or did they even uh, give they
0: you? They s- would have given me a surgical mask, but I had brought a surgical mask. Right. Okay. Oh, and john oriopolis you're gonna like this and i brought my face shield to the hospital and they were all very impressed and asked where i got it from Uh yeah so were they wearing face
1: shields yeah they they were all yeah
0: yeah definitely in the er and yeah and before caden's test was negative they wore face shields in his room but not after So, and it was funny because they were all new. Like they clearly haven't (laughs) done this a lot. It was all, it was kind of like, oh yeah, okay, now we do this. Okay. And then there was somebody who had a badge that literally said PPE coach. Yeah. That was standing outside Caden's isolation room when he was being brought from the ER up to the ICU. And she was telling people how to don and doff and where they needed to put things and do things.
1: Cause it's a huge problem. Yeah. Like if you do it, it if you're in a rush and you do it wrong, you've just yeah. contaminated like all that PPE doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: So there's a whole person, PPE <laughs> coach. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It was interesting to see the machinery on the inside. Mm-hmm. And then the hospital itself is all, it's all locked down. So you need to go screen to get into the hospital and show ID that matches your parent badge. And then they have lineups for the elevators with six foot space markers and security guards that push the buttons for you and make sure only three people get on an elevator. Sec- and
1: Wait, this, the security guard presses the button? So different There's people two aren't touching. security ticking.
0: guards. I don't know if it's for that or just because they're directing traffic. Oh, and it's okay. one way. So you have to go out the elevator bank one way right. and in one way. Right. And then on the way home, when we were discharged, I thought I'll get Avery a cake pop from Starbucks Uh, because those are his favorite. And so I ordered one on the Starbucks app and I was just going to pick it up on my way out. Uh. But then I got distracted because Tilk texted me saying he was downstairs. And so then I was rushing out and I totally forgot to pick up the cake pop. And then I remembered as I was loading in the van, I was going to run back in and get it. But I couldn't get back (laughs) in the building because you didn't have your because I didn't have my Uh photo ID and I was just like, oh. So somebody, someone gets a free cake pop. Somebody got Avery's cake pop, I guess. Mm. That's sad. But everybody, Avery was happy to have Caden home. Oh, Oh, Avery was so excited when he when Mm -hmm. Caden came home, and we told him he could play with Caden. Yeah, yeah. Because he hadn't been allowed to play with Caden when Caden got sick. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it is neat to see that. Yeah. All right. So. That was quite the ordeal. Thank you for, thank you for doing that's that.
0: It's our non-COVID nineteen experience.
1: Yeah. Maybe one of the first. <laughs> co- co- well, they s- they told us before we went in that there ha- there wasn't any COVID positive patients there, but I guess there must have been other people like Caden who. Other kids like him, yeah, where yeah. they something some symptoms, and they have and to treat it like that. Them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure Kaden wasn't the first one. Right, right. But he, just judging by the fact that people were figuring things out, I think he was one of the f- one of the
1: first. You hope so. <laughs> there
0: haven't been a a lot of kids coming through like that, but
1: right. <sighs> Okay. Okay. Now I got
0: to go to bed, and we'll try and have a more serious conversation another night.
1: Sure. Okay. Good night.
0: Good night.